mission is to inspire people to win today by connecting with amazing leaders and sharing amazing stories. We are here for episode number 11 and we are joined by, drumroll please, for the first time ever, me, Ryan Cass, uh, your founder of One Day, doing the first ever solo cast on the Win Today podcast. Uh, this is special to me for two reasons. Uh, first off, it's the first time that I'm actually doing something by myself, talking about my journey, uh, because many of you have encouraged me to to do so, um, and I appreciate that. This is, I'm a little nervous right now, but that's all right. Um, you know, we talk, we've had a lot of amazing guests and we're going to continue having a lot of amazing guests that we get to learn from, but I appreciate each of you that have kind of pushed me and said, hey, Ryan, well, why don't you talk a little bit about your story and what's worked well for you? So this episode is happening because of you all. And for those that have encouraged me to, to do this, I, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Uh, you know who you are. Um, there's been many of you that have have reached out. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, number two, this is special to me because this journey that I've been on now um, really started 10 years ago uh, to the month. Now, so August 2011 is where, where everything started for me, and that's where we're going to go uh, with this episode and I'm going to call this episode the best investment I ever made. So as we dive into my personal playbook, I'm going to talk to you about the best investment I ever made. And you're probably wondering, okay, well, what is it? Tell me. And it would be boring if I just went ahead and jumped straight into that. So I'm going to tell you a story and we'll backtrack a little bit why I am where I am, and what has helped me get there. So we're going to go to December of 2011, so almost 10 years ago now. And I'm going to talk to you about a phone call that I will never forget, two phone calls, as a matter of fact, that I made to my parents. This was just prior to returning from well, <clears throat> returning home from winter for winter break at the Citadel, so my first semester of college, and I found out that I was going to be on the Dean's List, and I was absolutely ecstatic. You know, I didn't have a 4.0 or anything like that uh, that semester, but I had just accomplished something that never happened in high school. Uh, I wasn't on any sort of academic honor roll. Um, I was far more focused on athletics and wrestling. Uh, besides that, I didn't really excel um, personally or professionally in, in too much, uh, like <clears throat> largely in part to really just not having a, a ton of um, motivation, if you will, uh, to, to excel. So 
we're going to play a little bit of role play to the phone call. And this one was to my mom. So uh, you can imagine, again, I'm an excited college student. I just um, had a big academic achievement that had never happened before. And so I'm making the phone call and it went something like this. Hey, mom, I'm going to be on Dean's List this semester. I'm so excited to come home. And her response, and also same response that my dad gave me, Ryan, there is no way you're going to be on Dean's List. This must be a joke. Um, good one. You know, we all know you're the jokester in the family, but uh, we saw where you were just a few months ago in high school. And, you know, it's only been four months. So what could have possibly changed? There's, you're not on Dean's List. And you're, you might be thinking, man, your parents, your parents are tough. And they were tough on me, but they didn't believe me. And they had very good reason not to believe me. So what did I do that got me there? And <clears throat> what was my best investment ever? I bought a three ring binder, paper and pen. And in August of 2011, I wrote down goals for the first time in my life. And I put those goals, along with all of the goals I've ever written down for the past decade now, um, into this, this binder. I call it my, my success book. And it goes with me um, you know, everywhere. Every, every goals meeting I have, it comes with me. It's something that I look at regularly. But my best investment ever was the $5 that I spent on uh, this binder, paper, and pen. And you might be thinking, okay, well, I can get a hell of a lot better return. Let's say a $1,000 investment in Amazon, 1997. Uh, that would net you approximately you know, $1.9 million today. But this $5 that I spent 10 years ago is what has netted me the career, lifestyle, mentors, and opportunities that I've earned today. And this $5 investment is what's going to net me tens of millions in the future. Uh, if you don't believe me, watch me. And this $5 investment can net you whatever you want for your life. So let's go. Oh, by the way, what was on that paper? Uh, earn Dean's List that first semester. So we're going to talk about the journey that I took in 2011 and talk about goal setting because that's something that uh, you all have uh, provided some feedback on. Hey, Ryan, we want to know how you do it. How does it work? Um, how do you manage your goals today? So that's what we're going to learn in this episode and how you can apply these same uh, principles in your life today. First off, I'm going to talk about why I went down this road. Uh, why did you decide to uh, spend that $5 and you know, buy the pen, paper, and the binder? What prompted you to do that? And I knew that you know, in order to achieve these aspirations, this vision that I had in my head of you know, being a uh, business leader in the future, uh, someone that is leading large teams and, you know, eventually starting my own company. 
Uh, that's not going to get there unless you start making some changes. And ultimately, Ryan, like getting it, getting your ish together. All right. So I started doing a lot of research on various leaders. I was always intrigued by autobiographies, but usually when I go speak in schools now about goal setting, uh, there are four people that I talk about. That's Tony Robbins, Michael Jordan, Steve Jobs, and Richard Branson. So going back 10 years ago now, when I was researching what makes leaders successful, these four names that I just mentioned are names that everyone knows. I would imagine um, if you don't know Michael Jordan, uh, that's a problemo. Um, anyway, four names that everybody knows. And what do they attribute their success to? Take a wild guess. It is goal setting. So I figure, okay, we have these four people that the whole world knows about. And, you know, they're renowned for their accomplishments in their industries and still talked about to this day. And if they attribute their success to goal setting, why shouldn't I do something that uh, embodies what has allowed them to achieve what they achieve or have achieved? So that's where I broke out the the pen paper and and bought the binder and said, okay, I'm going to do the same thing. And continuing to do more reading on goal setting and you know how do you get started and why is it important? My favorite statistic that I like to throw out in speeches and when I'm going to even having conversations with friends who are on the fence about goal setting and you know is it really for me? Um, multiple studies have shown that you know tested across multiple control groups, um, you know of a hundred people that those who write their goals down versus those who do not write their goals down. When you write down what it is that you want to accomplish, when you write down a goal, you just by doing that alone, uh, let's say your goal is to go run five miles, five miles this week, putting it on the pen and paper, studies have shown and proven that you are 42% more likely to accomplish your goals when they are written down. Think about that for a second. Just by writing something down on a piece of paper about what you want to accomplish, you are 42% more likely to accomplish it. So my question is, why the heck wouldn't you write your goals down? Knowing that you're 42% more likely to accomplish something when it's written down. And the reason why I've said that three times now four times, however many times I just said it in the last 30 seconds, um, is to ingrain that in your mind. So next time you're thinking about uh, writing something down, should you just keep it in your head? Uh, Remember that 42% number, okay? That covers my why behind goal setting, why I got into it. And it's ultimately, you know, what I use to introduce the topic. So I started doing some research found some well-renowned leaders that attribute their success to goal setting, found a, a striking statistic that you know really serves as uh, my motivation um, or, or a big <clears throat> driving factor to uh, do what I do now. So now the next question is, what's in it for me? What's the WIFM? Why should I 
write my goals down if, or sorry, what's in it for me? Um, how have you benefited? So three things. Uh, goal setting has given me three things, and that is focus, drive, and direction. So let's start off with number one, with focus. I remember a couple of years ago, I was writing a blog about you know the power of goal setting when I first started one day. And in doing my research for that, I learned that um, experts estimate that roughly 50 to 80,000 thoughts circulate our minds every day, uh, which is crazy to think about because if you break that down, that equals anywhere from you know, 2,100 to 3,300 thoughts per hour. Obviously, you're not consciously aware of all of those, but the number one thing that I hear from people that I work with or clients, um, people that are looking for advice is, you know, hey, Ryan, like I, I can't, I'm not focused. It's tough for me to focus. There's so much going on. And rightfully so. I mean, look at the world that we're living in today. Uh, look at the amount of distractions that we have day to day basis from what's going on in the news to just our, our own devices. So for me, you know, again, goal setting, the first thing it gives you is focus because when you write down what it is that you want to accomplish for the day, month, year, uh, that becomes your, your focus. And you can almost kind of start muting everything else that's running through your mind because you know exactly what it is that you want to accomplish. Um, and whether it's, again, running the five miles per week or reading 12 books per year, that becomes your focus. And with that, you know, you start becoming driven to uh, do activities uh, to accomplish that goal. So that's number two, drive. So you write down everything it is that you want to accomplish. There's your focus. There's your focus points. And then from that, you're going to feel driven to actually um, accomplish those goals, make steps towards running the miles, reading the books, whatever the case may be. And so that brings me to the last thing that goal setting gives you direction because now, okay, Hey, I've written down where I want to go. I'm starting to do things that are, you know, getting me there and I've got, I'm on a path. I've got my direction. I'm not in some open field now. I'm on the you know one lane road. Here's where I'm going. So focus, drive, and direction. One more thing on top of the focus, drive, and direction that goal setting has given me, uh, the I guess umbrella, if you will, over that is I've noticed a a big behavior change as a result of writing my goals down. So I mentioned before, you do this. You're going to be more focused, driven to actually accomplish your goals. And that alone kind of serves as your uh, direction. Um, but you're going to see that your behavior, <clears throat> you'll notice a behavior change as well. So after I started doing these things, uh, I felt just more and more inclined to uh, spend time on things that are on my, on my goals list versus, you know, I found myself less and less distracted by my cell phone, um, doing things that didn't align to my goals. 
um, even now I'd say I've kind of helped, it's helped me uh, train my mind um, to avoid as many distractions as possible. So uh, my phone is usually on silent most of the day. Uh, I keep it in my car. Um, I don't have that, you know, behavior, behavioral tendency now, if you will, to always be checking things, always be looking for updates. So uh, behavior change has been another big thing that has just been an awesome result um, through through goal setting. So now that I've shared a little bit about, you know, what's in it for me and how this can also benefit you, um, let's get started. So, and the question is, where do I start? And 10 years ago, when I made the decision, okay, I'm going to write my goals down, um, I was like, okay, well, now what? So what, what type of goals are you supposed to write down? How are you supposed to write goals down? Um, is there a certain number of goals you're supposed to write down? So actually what you're going to see in the picture that I'm attaching to this post is a snippet of my 2013 goals uh, from my junior year. And I wrote down a ton of stuff on there. It wasn't super organized. Um, I just wrote down everything that came to mind. And, and you know, which was fine at the time. But what I've learned is, you know, when it comes to goal setting, uh, less equals more. So there's no, first off, there's only X amount of hours in the day um, and X amount of things you can do. If, you know, if you have a family or uh, have a lot of things going on at home, um, it's a little more difficult to, to accomplish tons of things. So less equals more. Uh, we want to have, um, you know, a few high quality, challenging goals versus 50 goals that are all over the, <clears throat> all over the place uh, in varying difficulty. Um, we're not Superman and Superwoman here. And ultimately, another thing that I learned was that, you know, when I was writing down so many things to accomplish, and then while I was accomplishing a good bit of them, and some were being left off, I just found that I was getting really upset at myself thinking that, you know, I can accomplish a million things. So uh, from 18 year old me to 28 year old me. Um, <clears throat> and what I tell everyone now is that you should have no more than three, really five goals max per category. So <clears throat> getting started, uh, how do I got the pen and the paper? What do I do now? Um, and here's and here's what I do today and kind of how this whole practice has evolved for me. So uh, this, the easiest way that I tell people to get started with setting goals is think about what's important to you. And, you know, there's no there's no right one right answer here. Um, the beauty of this world and this life is that uh, we all have different things that are that are important to us and things that are, are close to our hearts. Um, what might be close to my heart and important to me might not be anywhere close to, you know, what's on your heart and what's important to you, uh, which is fine. But uh, the, the, the big thing here is, you know, getting it on paper so that you're working towards it. So for me, I like to break my goals down into five categories. That's personal, professional, fitness and health, uh, financial, and then uh, my goals for, for one day, my business goals. Those are the things that are important to me. Uh, for you, you know, for a listener, it might be 
uh, different. It could be personal, fitness, community, spiritual. Um, you know, later on in life, whenever whenever this time comes for me, like that, I know another adjustment will be will be coming to the goal board because you know there will be someone else uh, in the picture, and you know that person that I that I marry and that I'm uh, raising a family with. You know, there will be marriage and family goals on there. So wherever you are in life. Um, just think about those things that are, that are important to you. And that's where you get started. And if the things that are important to you, you know, it's, it's taken a little while to, um, come to your, come to your mind. Here's some key questions that I ask myself now, um, and that I encourage people to, you know, I encourage each of you, if this is something you haven't done yet, uh, key questions to ask yourself that may help you with, okay, you know, what do I want to get on? on the board. And this is again, something that 18 year old version of me did not do, but here we are, uh, the 10 year journey. So the questions are, you know, what do I want to accomplish this year? How do I want to create an impact, whether it's personally, professionally, uh, spiritually, financially, again, whatever, whatever that is, but what do I want to accomplish? How do I want to create impact? And then what are some of my key priorities and focus items? So that's another thing that has helped me a ton that I did not do in the beginning. Um, so every year I always have a few key priorities that are kind of the you know overarching um, just things that I focus on, you know, in addition to to my goals. So for this year, you know, my key priorities are self-care. That's something that I've really just made a huge point on. Um, I was terrible actually at that. I was good at goal setting. I was not good at taking care of myself and taking time off. So I've since prioritized that. Um, deep and narrow focused, really focusing on rewiring my brain. Um, just things that I've, I see in myself that have kind of carried on for generations that I, I just don't want to be there. Um, so I'm very intentional about my thought process and just, you know, my behaviors. Um, the other thing, you know, the final thing is stop overthinking. So I've been pretty bad about that. Um, I, I tend to overthink uh, a lot of things. That's more on my personal side of my life, but, uh, professionally and everywhere else, I'm, I'm as confident as you can possibly be, but, um, just some things personally that, that I, you know, again, but writing it down, uh, it makes me intentional about, you know, focusing on those things. And I'm driven to make sure that those key priorities are kind of, you know, embedded into my, my day to day, just thinking and, and everything. Um, so yeah, those are the, that's, those are the three, sorry, four key questions that I ask myself every year. And uh, that's really what helps me start getting, you know, my goals on the paper for now 2022. And with these questions, what I meant is um, these are things that when it comes time to write 2022 goals down, uh, these are the four questions that I'll ask myself. So this isn't something that you just do one time. It's something that you do every year. Or if you ever want to make pivots, adjustments to your goals list, uh, which I have done over 
various points in times over various years, uh, I ask, always ask those key questions, those guiding questions. So with that, um, now you are ready to write your goals down. And, and this is, again, you know, I know I'm ready to write my goals down after I've asked those key questions. Um, another thing that I've learned over my time with uh, goal setting over this 10-year journey, every goal has to have a measure of success. So you've probably heard the acronym you know, SMART goals. Um, won't get into that, but really I, I like to simplify things. Just what's the measure of success for every goal? Meaning that if we fast forward the clock right now to December 31st, you know, 2021, and you and I are sitting down, we're sitting down looking at goals. How are you going to be able to say, you know, whether or not you accomplish that goal? You got to have a success measure. What does this, what does success look like? So the easiest way to do that, the two easiest ways to do it are obviously one, uh, quantify your target. So let's say you want to run more. You don't write down, run more miles. It's run X more miles, run 500 more miles, or you don't want to read more books. It's, I want to read 12 books. There's certain things that you can't exactly quantify. So maybe it's, for instance, um, you, know, you want to take a new certification. Okay. Then set a timeline. So earn certification X by second quarter, 2021. So doing those two things, um, it'll help hold you accountable. And really what you've created here is an instant feedback mechanism. So because you're instantly going to see the second you look at your goal paper or your goal board, um, whether or not you're on track and you don't need anyone else to tell you whether or not you're on track because you've got it right there in front of you. You know exactly what your uh, measure of success is for every goal. So what I found, you know, in the beginning of my goal setting journey was I wrote down a lot of things that, you know, they weren't very easily quantifiable or um, it, it was difficult at the end of the year to tell myself whether or not I actually accomplished that goal because I didn't write down um, what the success measure was. So that's something now that I, I coach people on and, you know, all of my clients, uh, they all of them have a success measure for every goal. There's no, there will be, and there should not be any guesswork come December 31st of any year. Um, when you're looking back, you know, on how you did, uh, as to whether or not you accomplished your goals. So I'm actually having a lot of fun now sharing this journey and the playbook, if you will, and that brings me to kind of my closing point when it comes to, to goal setting. And, and there will be a lot more of these solo casts um, is make it fun and make it no secret. So uh, first off, make it fun. Get people, get your friends, get your family, mentors involved in your goal setting journey. So uh, my favorite email that I send every year, right, first week of January or sometimes second week is, you know, I, I email all of my close friends, mentors, people that have, I have a lot of respect for. Um, I email them my goals list. And it's just, it's, it's fun. I'm like, I'm excited for them to see, okay, hey, here's what I want to accomplish this year. 
And it is my wish that you can help me get there. And I will do the same for you. And then from then on, from then on out, you know, I'm meeting with these people uh, regularly and we're having discussions regularly about, okay, hey, how are you progressing on uh, goal X, Y, and Z? So that's the fun part about the goal setting process. Like you've got your, when I walk downstairs every morning and see my whiteboard with my goals, um, yeah, I've got my instant feedback mechanism. It, it, I've got my focus. You know, I've got plenty of drive, but it's just fun. Like, all right, hey, I'm reading this book right now before I leave the house. And it's getting me closer to my goal of reading 24 books this year, um, which I'm a little behind on, by the way. But, you know, it's it's fun. Um, when I go meet with my friends, you know, once a month, one of my best friends, Leonard, uh, when we go over our goals, you know, it is an absolute blast, even even when we're not totally on track. Uh, the other thing, too, and I've kind of already covered it, but make make your goals no secret. OK, because if people don't know what it is that you want to accomplish. So hence, you know, why I, part of why I email everyone my goals list. Uh, if People don't know what it is that you want to accomplish. Um, how can you expect to arrive at every destination on your own. Um, yes, you know, you're, you're the one person that is writing down your goals and you own a lot of the, it's, you know, it's your responsibility to ensure that your uh, daily behavior and habits and system aligns towards accomplishing those goals. But you've got to have people in your corner that, that are going to help you get there and see opportunities that you might not see. So for instance, uh, one goal that is not a secret for 2021 was launching this podcast. And the fact that people, obviously, well, obviously everyone knows it now, but um, you know, I've made it a goal to interview at least 25 people, connect with 25 new people. And I can go do that myself. It's a little more difficult, but now what's happening because certain people are aware of my goal is they're bringing people my way. Hey, Ryan, you should meet this person. You should interview this person on your podcast. And they're only doing that because they know that it's one of my goals that I've communicated, uh, that I've communicated to them. Um, I've made it no secret. Not to say that, you know, I couldn't put in the work myself, which, which I am. But um, having those folks, you know, again, in your corner, um, knowing exactly what it is that you want to accomplish are... Uh, really going to, you know, just help you open new doors and um, reach greater heights than than you could just by yourself. So uh, with that, folks, doing these things, this simple practice, going all the way back to buying a binder, pen, paper, now I've got a whiteboard. Anyone can do that. You can do that. And I'm not someone to have regrets in my life, but if there's one thing and only one thing that I could change in my life is I wish I would have known about the power of goal setting when I was younger and deployed, employed this practice in my life as early as even middle school, because knowing what I know now, I believe that I truly do believe um, 
had I started doing this then that I wouldn't have had student debt because you're damn sure that I would have, you know, made a goal to apply for every scholarship known to man and taken my high school grades academics much more seriously. Um, I, I would be willing to bet too, that even though I did very well in wrestling, um, you know, placed in some good tournaments, you know, probably would have had even better results there if I had, um, goals tied to it. So, you know, those are two pretty big things to me, but, um, yeah, I would have started earlier. And if you haven't started, I, it is my desire that listening to this is what serves as your driving factor to get started. Um, the best investment you can ever make is in yourself and the best investment that I ever made in my life cost me $5 and the returns are priceless. Write your goals down, make it fun, make it no secret, build a system and you will win today. Thanks so much for tuning in.